Career success, no fears, no excuses. This podcast will discuss and debate professional development and job search strategies from baby boomer, millennial, and Gen Z perspectives that will help facilitate the accomplishment of your career goals. You're here with Jessica Duplessis and John Karras of Job Transitions, Inc. And today we're going to discuss strategies and techniques to prepare for an interview part four. Questions relating to fit for the organization and candidate likability. Thanks, Jessica. My name is John Karras, and I'm the president of Job Transitions, Inc. During part one of how to prepare for an interview, we discussed how to design good questions to ask the company during the interview process. In part two, we discuss how to prepare for traditional interview questions such as, tell me about yourself, what are your greatest strengths and possible weaknesses for the position, and resume bullet point expansion questions. In part three, we discussed how to prepare for behavioral-based interview questions. In this episode, we will discuss how to prepare for questions companies might ask you to determine fit for the organization's culture and likability. Remember, company representatives often hire the person they like the most or is a better fit with other team members rather than the person with the most experience. I would like to discuss a real-life example of these kinds of questions and the importance some companies put on fit for organization and likability. I was working with a graduate student in the accounting program at the University of Illinois at Chicago. UIC's accounting program is highly regarded by companies throughout the United States. Deloitte, one of the big four accounting firms, actually recruited students on campus. Oh yes, Deloitte, a very prestigious company focusing on financial consulting services. That's right. This student was fortunate to be selected for an interview. We did a few interview prep sessions together. We reviewed the traditional questions they might ask, the behavioral-based questions they might ask, how to handle the money question if it comes up during the interview. We did a little mock interviewing along with some other topics. After the interview, she came into my office for a follow-up meeting, and she said, they really did not ask me any questions related to what we spoke about. I asked her, well, what did they ask? She responded by stating that the company representative asked her one question. So I was quite surprised about that, and I asked her, what was the one question they asked? And she responded by saying, and get this, what do you like to do in your spare time? Why would that be a question a company would ask? What's the point? Well, first, I asked her what was her answer. She said her answer was, I like to play with my dog. Then she got into a discussion about having a dog for a pet with the interviewer, who was also a dog owner. So, to answer your question, the company representative was trying to find out if this student would be a good fit for the organization and determine a likability, pro or con, of this candidate. So what happened? Did she get the job? She did pass that part of the interview process and was invited back for a second interview. In that second interview, the company representatives did ask many of the questions that we prepared for. So, the bottom line is, the company wanted to judge the fit for the organization and likability of the candidate first. If they did not perceive her as a good fit, they would screen her out on that alone, and there would be no need to ask the more technical questions that most job seekers face during the interview process. If she is a good fit for the company culture, then they would investigate her accounting knowledge, experience, and so forth. That is exactly right. And at least Deloitte was so into that aspect of the process that they devoted an entire interview 
even though one question. To that aspect alone. That is how they made their first screen of candidates that made it past the resume screen. That might be a good time to talk about volunteer work, participating in professional associations, school clubs, and even your personal interest and hobbies. That's right. Now, I do not think many companies will conduct this type of process where the entire interview focus is on that one point. But job seekers should be ready for this kind of a question during any interview. Do not overlook it. They do ask it for very important reasons. To review, if job seekers can follow the interview preparation process presented in this four-episode interview preparation section, one, design good questions to ask the company, two, traditional questions, three, behavioral-based questions, and four, targeting fit for the organization, they should be well-prepared for any interview. In our next episode, we will discuss how the job market will look in 2021. Until then, this is Jessica Duplessis. And this is John Karras. A big thank you to all the people who have listened to our podcast. If you enjoy our series of podcasts, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review. For a free resume review and initial consultation, visit us at www.jobtransitions.net.